This is exactly right. Beautiful, beautiful, beloved Bananimals, welcome to another fabulous, spectacular, exquisite Bananas mini-sode. I am Banana Boy number two, Scotty Landis. I'm Kurt Brownoler. Thank you for listening to our, our silly little podcast. And this is the sillier little mini podcast where we take your, your confessions, your true stories, let them inspire Stories from our lives, and we just yes. chat a little bit and hang we out. Just have some fun. Having fun. The thing I was doing with fish in um, Maria and Tahiti, feeding pizza, I'm now doing it with coyotes in my neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> I'm happy to report that I put a piece of pizza on a different step all the way down my front stoop. Coyotes, are they're coming. They're, they're coming out of the woodwork. Turns out they love pizza just as much as tropical fish. <laughs> This can't end well. Now, <laughs> is that the video that you sent me? I still couldn't see it. Is it a video of a of a coyote eating a piece of pizza? Um, it isn't. I sent okay. you one of one walking off my deck. I, yes. I talked about it on an earlier podcast, and then I had another one that my uh, security camera caught, like went off at like eight fifteen a.m. and I heard something, and sun's out, all that good stuff, and I just had a full size coyote just trot. Just lovingly right down my stairs, up to my door, and then turn and go into my neighbor's yard. It's beautiful. It couldn't be healthier. There's nothing mangy <laughs> or patchy about This guy is a small wolf. Probably heard about the free pizza. <laughs> I like it. I like how wild L.A. is. People don't think it, but there are animals galore. I love it. I love it. Uh, you, got a, you got a good... Uh... Confession so got a good story. Oh, yeah, get I into got it. So many fun ones. Um, let's do a salacious one. And all, as always, our confessions are completely anonymous. We would never say your name or at you out. It's a safe space. Safe space. Confession here. I was living with my girlfriend in a shared house with two other friends. I developed feelings for one of my roommates and ended up having a secret relationship with them. I would go out to pee in the middle of the night but would actually go visit her obviously after a month we were found out and both kicked out i guess we uh you hauled that relationship before it even started cheating is a shitty thing to do and i regret how it played out however four years later we are still together whoa. and recently gotten great engaged whoa i upgraded so there you go you are absolved absolved you, you the heart wanted what the heart wanted even though you were sharing walls with someone else <laughs> sounds like it turned out for the best what a crazy move i'm gonna go pee i'll be back in an hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> but i did pee before i went in there when i went here's a fun one you'll like this one and i think this will tee up something that i'm not sure we talked about what okay we may have here's a confession when i was a new driver i took the car to the car wash it was an automatic kind that pulls the car through for you. The directions at the start said to put the car in neutral. I thought that meant don't push the gas pedal. Anyways, I left the car and drive, and as I entered the car wash, because of the brushes, water, and soap, I didn't see that there was another car in front of me. Midway through the car wash, my car drives ahead, bumps into the car in front of me, and I was mortified. 
As I departed from the car wash, I noticed my car waiting. Oh, okay, I see. So she was outside. She was watching her car go through the wash on uh-huh. the outside, which is even funnier. <laughs> so wait, she's not in the car. So the car, how does the car go forward? I don't understand. You get in, and then you put your car on the track, then you get out, and then you stand, and there's like, it's the... I oh, no, I know that, right, yeah. But yeah. like, it, so but, but her car's in neutral? I guess it was in drive. She didn't put it in neutral. <laughs> I just got out of the car? Yeah, it said put it in neutral. I thought that meant don't push the gas pedal. So she didn't um, realize it meant put it in neutral okay. drive. Uh, as I departed from the car wash, I noticed my car w- with two angry men inside the next one, and I sped off like a coward. <laughs> You're absolved. <laughs> I mean, it's not the right thing to do, but it's a cool thing to do. <laughs> that does remind me of the fact that uh, I had a I had a stand up show that I created. Yes, that was such um, a good idea. It was before the Great Choir, um, and it was uh, a comic would get in your... It it was at a car wash, and a comic (laughs) would get in your car, and then you would go through the car wash, and while you were in the car wash, the comic would perform for you, just you in your car, and then at the end of the car wash, he he or she would get out and and just go back and start over again. Free of charge, just two minutes of stand-up comedy. Yep, and... uh, it was uh, it was crazy. Also, no place would let us do it. Like no car wash would let us do it. So we had to just do it illegally. Yes. Um, we just had to like set it up at a shell that had a car wash uh, on yes. it, and then people would just go buy car washes, and then we'd just be waiting over by the car wash. Um, yes. And it went through, and we did it for like th- two or three hours, and then the per the cashier changed shifts and the yes. new person immediately picked up on what was happening like the old person knew and she didn't care she like thought it was yeah, funny who cares who gives a shit Especially, we have like it was that shell in hollywood wasn't it it's out on, it's like kind of a dumpy area yeah. where that one is yeah, yeah. yeah and it was like uh we just had like 30 people come use nobody's fucking on a friday night 30 people coming and using this car wash you know yes and it was just like it was crazy but the experience itself was the weirdest stand-up experience I've ever had. <laughs> I bet it was. It was so strange. Some people would do like, some people would have try and have a conversation with them where right. I just would get in and pretend like it's a show. Do you know what I mean? I would pretend like yes. it's a big show and I would just do material. Um, whereas like some people would do like uh, crowd work in a car. Crowd work in a car is called a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where, where, where are you from? <laughs> right here. Literally right here. LA. I, rem- I live one block away. Uh, I remember gay, a guy, a guy <laughs> Gay Bronham. No, Guy Bronham. Uh, he was got in a car, and he is a gay man. Um, and he got in a car, and there was two men in the front seat. Yes. Uh, an older man and a younger man, um, but not much younger. And uh, first, first, <laughs> first piece of crowd work was, um, oh, so are, are you guys lovers? And, he, and, the, and the guy driving the car just went, that's my son. <laughs> and the guy, the guy was like, all right. So let's do so. And that was at the beginning. That was oh, like the boy. first moment that happened at the beginning. And then it was like going through the with the weirdest vibe ever. Trapped in there. Oh, it was such a good idea. But you just did that for the sake of it, right? That yeah. wasn't for anything. No, it was just for, for fun. fun. Yeah. It was called Car it Wash. It was called Comedians in Cars Getting Washed. Simple. <laughs> Straight down fastball. That car wash I've been to, and I had a weird thing happen to me where I was, I was in a little bit of a hurry. 
there's one car pulling into the car wash. So I pulled in. And then it was one of those things where it has that touch screen, kind of like when you pull in, you enter in what kind of wash you want. You run your credit card and you get your number and you roll up. So I got like, let's say there was a $15 one and a $10 one and a $5 one. I got the $15 one and the car in front of me is like pulls up and it's that car's turn to pull in and it doesn't. So the car wash just starts. So the the wash they bought goes without their car in it. Uh-huh. So then no cars are getting washed and it's like, uh, I don't know, five minutes or yeah. whatever it takes, four minutes. So then the thing it says green light comes in, the car in front of me pulls in. So now the car is getting my wash. So oh, they get my so wash. annoying. <laughs> so then I have to walk back because now there's a car behind me. So it's either I go through the car behind me's wash and not tell them, or so I go back and I'm like, hey, and the guy's like scared shitless because there's just some dude walking up to his car. Yeah. I go, that guy just stole my car wash. Can I type another one in? And then I was like, and then you can use mine. Which one did you get? He's like, I got Lava Extreme or whatever it's called. I was like, okay. So I gave him another Lava Extreme. I get in. I love I that. I love the names Lava Extreme. Yeah, you know? yeah. But that's what they are. You know, it's like super yeah. classic lava explosion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just want it to be called Soap and Water. That'd be enough for me. Just give me the old Soap and Water. Give me old the Grandpa's Hose. The slightly nicer one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I got paid last week. Um, so I go in, I get my wash, and I'm not like mad, but I'm like, that person is a fucking idiot. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe that we're all having, because now the guy that's going through mine has to get out and do it for the next person. So it's off this chain of events yeah. where basically you had to pay it for the guy or the gal behind you. And so when I get out slightly fuming, the person that went in first is standing there and they're holding a bottle of water and they gave me a bottle of water. They went in and bought me a bottle of water because they realized what happened. Oh, no way. It was just like the smallest, dumbest gesture. But I was like, oh, it's totally cool. It's totally fine. I'm like, oh, it's no big deal. It's funny. Ha, ha, ha. But it was like my feelings of being like, that jackass. And then I'm like, that's how you do it. You just go, I was wrong. I'm so sorry. Yep. <laughs> they were like, that's hey, smart. I think I took your wash. Here's a bottle of water. And I was like, thank you very much. And just drove away. That's smart. That's smart. It was sweet. Makes they you handled think. it well. Give me some more confessions. I got a good one that just came in. I just checked it right before we hopped on. Here we go. This is a good one. I I put up um, lying for no reason as one of the topics. Here's a lying for no reason confession. I used to travel for work, and I have no idea why. Maybe I was just tired of the same old small talk you always get on planes. But I started completely lying about everything in my life. My name, my job, my interests. I change it up each time. Eventually, I just stopped talking to people entirely, so the lies stopped too. But I did this for at least three months. <gasps> Whoa. Great. Three months of just lying to whoever you were sitting next to, completely fabricating a life. I would greatly encourage doing this forever. It is a time to be someone else. You're never going to see that person again. Yeah. Live out your fantasy. Yeah. Make up a story. Don't do it to people who you have intimate relationships with, but do no. do it to strangers who you have a momentary conversation with. Yes. Because that's your I moment mean, to be anybody you want. It doesn't matter. It's no stakes. It Exactly. No stakes. I No stakes. That reminds me, mm-hmm. actually, that I was on a flight once. I got bumped up to first class. It was a short whoa, little whoa, flight whoa. from LA to Minneapolis, which I think is like two and a half mm-hmm. hours. It's, yeah. it's a quickie. Maybe Denver. Um, and I get seated up front. I'm like, this is great, but it's a really small plane. One seat on the left side, two seats on the right side. Mm-hmm. 
First class, huge man in 1A. Like what you would picture like a like business, traveling businessman in his 60s. Okay. And he, by the time I'm on there, he is flirting it up with the flight <laughs> attendants who are great. This was on a Delta flight and they were being, they were laughing at everything he says. And so I sit down and buckle up and one of the other people is like, hey, are you serving a meal or food? And the guy's like, yeah, are you serving prime rib? And uh, the flight attendant's like, oh, that's funny. He said, are they serving prime rib? And she's like, what do you say? It's like prime rib. And everybody has a little laugh. And I like smile just to participate. Uh-huh. Not to make... So then she comes in to take the drink order when, when we're take, after we've taken off. And he goes, I'm still waiting on that prime rib. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> she goes, oh, she like touches his shoulder in that way that's like, you're it's funny. Over. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's over. <laughs> and he's like, I like it medium rare or whatever. <laughs> and then. It is, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, this is just like, I think you should leave. It is like, I think you should leave. Yeah. It's like this awkwardness intensifies. And so he's also drinking, like sometimes when you get airline uh, menus and it'll be like, what do you want to drink for alcohol? Mm-hmm. You, you look at it and you go, Tito's Vodka. I know what that is. You go, Jack Daniels. I know what that is. And then there's always like one or two old school like doers will be on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's always one that you're like, who is drinking this right now? This guy. So he's like pounding doers on the rocks. The flight keeps going. I, I'm not kidding. One more time in the air, he says something about the no, prime no, rib. No, no, he doesn't. And the woman, the flight attendant, just oh, smiles and is like, okay, well, we got like an hour to go. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he's like housing these things. He's getting redder and redder. The guy to the right of me is clearly <laughs> has had an affair and is looking at photos he took on an iPad of a woman in a bikini on um, at a marina. Oh so I, I'm having the greatest flight of my life. Yeah. Is what I'm describing yeah. right now besides the awkwardness that's clawing at me. So then when we're deplaning, the guy said he couldn't help himself. No, he's no, just he like, does not. Yes. He goes, you know, Great flight, fi- thanks. Great flight, thanks, ladies. But I really could have used that prime rib. <laughs> and the woman, without smiling, without laughing, the two flight attendants are just standing in that little galley area, and they look at him getting off, and they're like, "Why don't you go get yourself a prime rib?" <laughs> like just saying, like, "Go buy it, you scumbag." And I just think I was like, "Thank you so much. Sorry about that." And they're like, "I mean, it was just like he couldn't let his joke die." If you get the laugh, guys. That's Take it. The laugh. Take leave Get it. One good laugh. You want them. You want to leave them wanting more. You yes. don't want them to want you to leave. Yes. Get that laugh sitting down. Then pretend to be asleep for two short hours, and then walk <laughs> off and say thank you so much. And they go, I like him. <laughs> Still waiting on that prime rib. No oh, man, a dork. Um, a classic buffoon. I got more. All right, great. More. Yeah, please go. I got tons. You'll you'll like this one. I might. I think you know who this is. I jokingly told a guy on a first date that I used to date Chad Kroger. That we had broken up recently. That's a lead singer of Nickelback. Okay. <laughs> I googled it as well. Okay, because I was like, is that the son of the man who founded Kroger's? <laughs> <laughs> oh, supermarket impresario. Nice. Good for you. Uh, I jokingly told a guy on a first date that I used to date Chad Kroger and that we had broken up recently. We ended up dating for a while, and he brought it up several times, and I broke up with him without ever telling him it was a lie. (laughs) Fun lie. I used to do that a little bit. You did? You You used to? Well, in New York, when I was 23 and super broke and would find myself in places like bars and restaurants and stuff where I was invited in, and people would be like, what do you do? I would just say, like, I designed fonts. 
That was always a thing Anthony <laughs> Batista and I would always say. Really, also, I was like when you first moved to New York City, like it was when a gra- like every hip person you met was a graphic designer. Yes. Yes. Like That's like now true. it's now they're every they're a social media manager now. Yes. But back then it was they were a graphic designer. They had a messenger bag. They were like hip looking. Yeah, that's what we would do. We would just say to them, like... I designed uh, fonts. I designed fonts. And they'd be like, which one? And you would just start listing anyone that you yeah. could think of. You'd be like, oh, dude, I did uh, a body. I did Garamond. Uh, and they're like, they would nod at you. They'd be like, I did Avenir. Um, it was so funny just to make shit up. But then it would always be like, did you do... I, like, I didn't do Wingdings. Wingdings wasn't me. <laughs> It worked. It wingdings, not a real font. Not just a joke, really. <laughs> yeah, who's using wingdings? <laughs> no one's ever used wingdings. Is it? it that's actually that would be a great um if someone was like sending code, but just yeah. it was just typed in wingdings, and if you just highlighted it and changed the font, it, would... it sounds like a John Benjamin bit that he would have like written an entire novel in wingdings, and then you'd have to like <laughs> somehow decipher it. There's this great comedian. He's Bob from Bob's Burgers. A lot of people, when we started this podcast, thought I was John H. Benjamin. It's so crazy. I don't hear it. I don't hear Thank it. Thank you. I think I'm a little more enthusiastic. Yeah. Anyways, John is like, thing. oh, no, 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 no. Yes. No, Famously, no, no. he's made an incredible yeah. career. He's Archer. He's Bob on Bob's Burgers. He's many, many voiceovers. Uh, it's Coach McGurk. Um, but he made an album... Oh, a jazz album, even though he cannot play any instruments. Remember when he did that? <laughs> no, I don't remember this. You're what? kidding me. No, I've never heard this album. John H. Benjamin hired some of the best session jazz musicians in New York City, then sat down at a piano, unable to play the piano, and recorded an entire jazz album. Just He would just make noise, and they would, the jazz musicians would just riff and play along. Oh, my God. Because, because to him, jazz sounded like that anyways. But yes, he put out an entire album of... <laughs> I can't believe you didn't know this. No, I had no idea. Yeah, there's a YouTube video that's like a trailer for it, too. Where he's like, oh, one, two, three, four, and just starts playing the <laughs> piano with no skill whatsoever. And then all the drummer and the horn players and everybody just jump in and are playing along with this guy. This, oh, this my God. Here. That's such a great Oh, bit. I'm going to get it for you. You uh, got to have it. I love it a concept. So funny. I love a comedy concept album. That reminds me, good friend of his, also from Bob's Burgers, Eugene Merman, has, mm-hmm. an, <laughs> has a comedy album out. Uh, it was put out by Sub Pop. It Amazing. is... Um, yeah, I, I believe it's twelve actual physical records, um, and one like there's multiple records. There's multiple LPs that are like one is just tracks of him crying in different ways. <laughs> there's there's that's one that's amazing. just different audio drugs he calls them, <laughs> and then it'll have a name, and then he'll just like make noises like that drug. <laughs> Sounds pretty fun. I could oh, get into that. So good. No, All right, send us home with it. one, Scotty. Um, this is a fun one. Okay. I used to work at a huge fitness center chain. Uh-huh. It rhymes with brunch. <laughs> well done. <laughs> and before they fired me, I gave myself a free year-long membership using fake information. It's been seven years. I've moved twice, and that still works. So the membership still works. They stole what might be... A membership for the rest of their life. Wow, that's great. I'd say this isn't, they won't know. Brunch won't know. 
<laughs> Good for you. As long as you're using it, let your friends use it. Yeah, Here, come on now. Get in there. Let Blast everybody get in on brunch. Twads. Yeah, Blast those twads. We used to say that all the time. <laughs> yeah, the made-up muscle, the twads. You gotta get in there. You gotta, you gotta tone blast, and blast those, those twads. twads. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, well, thank you guys so much for listening to this mini-sode from Bananas. Scotty, send us Curdy home. Curdy B. Thank you so much. Exactly right. To Katie Levine, to Lisa Maggot, to everybody who helps us make Bananas a possibility and our benevolent overlords. Karen in Georgia, on behalf of Curdy, me and I, Bananas. Um. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced and engineered by Katie Levine. Theme music by Kahan. And all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. You can follow us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast, where we post stories every day and things that we don't cover on the podcast. Listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. And if you're interested in advertising on Bananas, please email us at thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. That's thebananaspodcast at gmail.com.